Life Park. This is Alvin, and today again I have my co-host in the room. She's back in the studios from wherever she had gone to. So I want to thank you guys all for tuning in today, for listening, and for diligently giving us your time. It's something that's it's not easy, and uh, because people are doing various things. I don't know if someone is a doctor out there, another one you're a lawyer, another person. I don't know what you're doing in life. But whatever it is that you're doing, it should be really important for you to take off time, for you to give your attention to this. And listen to what you think or what could actually help build your purpose even bigger. For those who do what they do know what it is. And then those who don't, probably this is an opportunity for you to open yourself up to what it could be. And, and, and align yourself to your purpose and allow God to give you the life and enjoy that life that you truly deserve on earth. So I don't want to say much, I've already said much the previous weeks, the time that she was not here. So I'm going to give her the audience so she can have and take us away. So, Sophia, where have you been to begin with? I've been here. Oh, yeah. Hi, everyone. I would like to welcome you guys back to the Life Park. I've been here. Here. Just when you see me. We're so excited to be back for yet another episode of the Life Park. Yeah. And Alvin gave us a history of the book we've been doing. By the way, I forgive you for starting the book without me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I receive your forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know if we've been following. Yeah, Alvin has. We've had like two sessions right now, right? Yeah, two sessions where Alvin has given us a head start on the book, The Ikigai. Yeah, it's a Japanese way of finding purpose in life. Yes. I don't know if we have uh, bothered to to look through the book, to look through the chapters and see what it's all about. But this book is all about finding purpose, finding your true purpose. It gives you a reason to live, a reason to be on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Uh, so, where did you stop? Chapter? Well, we had come in the first chapter. The very first time we did, I, it was uh, Just an introduction. Intro. Yeah. Then last week we opened up the book and what it's all about. Yeah. So today we're going to look into a number of things. Yeah. Of which we would like to know where you've gone so far, as far as you've gone with the book yourself. Mm-hmm. And then share with us what exactly it is you think that you've discovered about Ikigai. Yeah. And uh, just to be sure, I think you're, you're conversant with that saying, walk with the wise and be wise. And be wise, right? yeah. We, our previous book was Ideas Rule the World. Mm-hmm. So in simple terms, every community of people, every culture, every nation, every race, has a grouping that has a concept. Which concept is birthed from ideas? Ideas. Because the whole point of concept is conception. You give birth the brainchild that we're talking about in, in ideas around the world. Mm-hmm. So this concept from the Japanese, it's ikigai. Is iki and gai as I explained in the previous uh, episode. Yeah. Iki means life and then gai okay. is worthy. Or I don't know if I'm interchanging that. Yeah, a life worthy. So it's a life worthy or a worthy life. Yeah. Living a life that is worthwhile. Mm. You know, you live a life and you're completely. I think it's Nelson Mandela who's, mm. who, on whose is it a tombstone, gravestone? It's written uh, below here. Is, what, what does it call? A man who lived. Okay, he basically he's trying. It, it, it's inscribed to say a man who lived the best of his life. Mm, really? In, in hindsight, I'm not really. So, 
Oh, uh, so I don't remember all the words properly. But what he was trying to say is a man who has lived his life with a purpose. Yeah. He has lived a life that he's not going to regret. Yeah. If God was to ask, would you would you want a second shot to go back to Azipia? No. I did. I did what I did. Yeah. This so what we're talking about is what gives you your life meaning. Mm-hmm. The suicide rates that happen around the world, mm-hmm. it's for this reason. People don't know why they're in existence. And even though they do certain things that mm-hmm. give them a sense of, of, of belonging and purpose, they're not it. They're not and it. And today we're going to go deep into exactly what makes it it. <laughs> Right? So the Ikigai concept here is an idea. Yeah. These are the things that rule the world. So if you want to rule life and rule it happy and excited and satisfied, mm. you just follow this concept. Yeah. It's an idea from the Japanese, mm. Okinawa to be specific. For them, old age is not a problem. Not a problem. It's, it's, it's actually, it's not news. Yeah. And they, they were literally shocked that <laughs> they found someone who was 110 years old or 120 years old. Mm-hmm. The person was in the newspapers, like, man, you're famous. And yet, the dream is so, super normal. It's normal. Yeah. And the person who was shocked probably was saying, bro, mm-hmm. you want 20? But I want 30. How did they not see? Yeah. So for them, it's, it's a usual thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not something new for them. Yeah. And because it's a discipline as well because everything you do every day in life when you understand this concept you come to the realization of two things you have to come to the end of yourself either you come to the end of yourself in the good or the bad will force you to come to the end of yourself either you get fired from all the jobs you're going through yeah. and someone some, some someone will say this is karma following mm. bad luck and what yet sometimes somehow god is mysteriously working behind the scenes not necessarily getting you fired that he wants to see you hurt, but he's trying to push you to a certain direction. Yeah. And at the end of the day, when you've come to the end of your rope, you say, God, okay, whatever happens now, you what you want That's what you go with. That's what you go with, But yeah. then, then that's when the last, the very least expected thing for you to do come up, and because mm. it's what's available, you go with it and realize that where have I been the whole time? Yeah. So it's a very interesting thing, and we're going to look into it today. But first, I want you to tell us what you have seen hey. about the book. <laughs> yes, ah, take us away. Yeah, take me away. <laughs> uh, well, uh, guy, since you did the first chapter, let me go right straight into the second chapter. And the book, they look at uh, one of the uh, these guys, like the story we've seen about these guys who are hundred, the, the the old people were that island of Okinawa. Okinawa. Mm-hmm. These guys are old, they're like over 100 years old, but they still, you know how you imagine someone 100, like they literally can't do anything for their own, like they literally can't see, they literally can't focus, anything. But it's amazing that you're going to find these people and they, they're not, they're old, but they're not really like helpless. They're old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can literally still walk, they can literally still see, like their eyesight, like their, their, their health is still good, like they are still cow. They are still good. You get it. Like they, they are willing to like twenty more years down the road, and they are still they are still alive. So chapter two looks sad. It gives us uh, anti. Should I call them anti aging secrets? Like like they are anti aging secrets. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can adopt this if you want. By the way, to help you out like in life. Especially yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it it talks about the little things that add up to a long and happy life. Yeah. What are those little things that you can do just to add on to what your life right now? Look at your life right now. Is it happy? Is it okay? 
it may be it may be like a normal life but you maybe want to uh, like to make it longer and happier to improve in your life you get so they give us like ways hmm? so they it talked about having an active mind a useful body there's a saying that they, that they said in this book of uh, men sana in corporis or something like that that means a sound mode, a sound body mm-hmm. in a sound sorry a sound mind in a sound body having a sound mind in the body remember all that we do actually from right from ideas rule the world mm-hmm. everything starts from the mind yeah your body is going to it's going to behave according to how your mind is how it all starts from the mind yeah so this thing is it's a thing of having a sound body and the sound is having a sound mind and a sound body it says that the mind the both the mind and the body are important yeah and this thing these two things are connected to one another yeah so they're talking about having the same way we have exercises like physical exercises it's the same way we ought to have uh, mental exercises for our uh, for our minds yeah mm-hmm. we are so fixed like i think I, we talked about this earlier on like having your mind is set on this at this time i'm going to do this 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 and this we have no time to exercise our minds you get and in the process they get should i say they get exhausted our minds get this is like, tired. Is that what they call yeah. elasticity uh-huh. because when right, exercise like that. Mind, exactly it remains fragile mm-hmm. and like really fixed yeah and static it is used to the same old routine like there's nothing new this there's nothing like that you you do for it you get it and you say just like just as lack of physical exercise has negative effects on our bodies and mood mm. so a lack of mental exercise is also bad for us because it causes our neurons and neural connections to deteriorate yeah. you're not opening up your mind to other possibilities to other i don't know you get it so but you get what I'm you use the rubber band before yeah it. yeah yeah Rubber bands are well known for putting things together mm. because of their elasticity. They can, they can grow larger. You can stretch it, and mm. it will still help you keep something. Yeah, it has a limit, definitely. But then uh, the mere fact that it can stretch and occupy more mm. or put whole things together more mm. is what makes it a rubber band. So I think in the same way, when we're talking about ikigai. Yes, as you've said, people are too thrown in thought. And actually, it's not just thought. We discussed back then that uh, the part of you that meditates mm. is the same part of you that worries. Mm. Yes. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Whatever part of you that you used to meditate, okay, if you worry, mm. because that's easier for someone to relate with, someone who don't know what meditation really is. But all that meditation is, even in the world and in New Age beliefs, meditation is simply being in the moment of something that you desire to really be. Yeah. Yeah. Yet worrying is the opposite. Mm. That's where anxiety comes in. People are worrying what could go wrong, what could go wrong, and it will go wrong. Yeah. In management, we have a concept that uh, I think it's in project planning, I think. And the assumption in project planning is that if you, if the, the more you don't, ex, the, the more comfortable you are that things are going good is when they stop going it's good. going good for you, yeah. The more expectant you are of bad, it will really come to you. Mm. It's a funny concept. Yeah. 
But projects are planned in a very fun, funny way that every time you think you have something figured out, mm. you realize you actually have a bigger loophole. That's true. So that's the whole concept you're trying to bring about. One, once you start to engage your mind in things that are instantly deteriorating your life, mm-hmm. you're always worrying about what could go wrong, how stressful you, your life just is. Like, just Sometimes I really things are not really going as bad, yeah. but you are worrying about how bad things could be. Yeah, like just like the story of Job. Mm-hmm. He was always worried. at one point he, would, he was worrying. Oh, yeah, I see the money, I have everything, things are good, but one day one these day. things will go. Yeah. Then what would I do? And that's the beginning of his downfall mm. because things began to unravel so interesting. Mm. But even more than that, I think uh, the people who are there, the ladies out there that are looking for ways of staying young, <laughs> stop worrying. <laughs> stop worrying. It's very hard. I don't know who are, they find it so hard to settle. Yeah. Like they are always on the move, they are always busy. I have this one friend of mine who is always busy. Mm. They are always doing something. Yeah. Or even when they're doing nothing, their brain is doing something. <laughs> it's racing to a certain destination, it's racing yeah, to something. Somewhere. The Bible says, stand still and know. Oh, to know what God has prepared for you is a hard thing for you to grasp when you're on the run all the time. Yeah. And I think meditation is not something we set aside time for. Mm once a week it should be an exercise a discipline you do it every day set aside an hour or two to just sit down and reflect on what exactly your life is all about Mm. one day that even that is so such in itself so uh yes proceed (laughs) i was lost in a moment but okay um so he gives us uh uh various examples of like mental workouts that we can mm-hmm. like we can do to you know put the brain into you know because actually this i think we just kind of talked about it sometime and, and, and someone once said that the brain our thinking capacity that that, that we are underutilizing our brains yeah, yeah. like they, they say that albert einstein used was it five percent of his brain like and we literally see him as a as a as a big guy like this guy literally uses his mind you get but i feel like we're literally uh we're putting our minds in a box we're not willing to like to let them like like roam like to stretch yeah like you say like a rubber band like to stretch out yeah so he gives us uh uh mental exercises and he says that you can begin by exercising your brain by doing a certain task for the first time yeah at first it may seem difficult yeah but as you learn how to do it the training starts working then the second time that you do it you start to realize that it actually becomes easier yeah because you're getting used to it now you get it so it becomes it just starts transforming it not affects just he says that it is a transformation that affects not only the results obtained but it also affects your image yeah so he says this mental workout can simply be like interacting with others, playing a game or two, uh, you know, like those activities that actually get you into a desire to learn, like curiosity, like they put your mind to to work, you get it? That it's not just about working, like you literally, the only thing that is in your mind is your schedule for the day, mm-hmm. you're not, you're not playing on chill, like giving it first, yeah? You're like literally, I'm going to work, 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 but then you say that if you can do some things, like this actually, he says this, these activities they offer the body new stimuli and help the depression that can come with solitude. 
yeah because you may be there like and you're literally let me say if it's work yeah and you literally have no time for spending time with others you literally have no time for yourself you're literally just into work there's a way stress depression all those things begin to worry yeah to come in yeah because you're trying to make ends meet so you find yourself distancing yourself from things are uh, that you actually you might actually need yeah. yeah so he talked about stress by the way he said stress is stress is a, is 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 what is one thing that is going to shorten your life by the way <laughs> you should know this stress is one thing that it affects your length of days yeah, if you are probably going to live for like 100 days, but then you get stressed, you start thinking like what to talk about the anxiety, the worry, the things you're supposed to be thinking of, they, they shorten your days. Yeah, and he said, uh, they took, he had their, their, their research, their, they took a research where they discovered, let, give me a moment, let me, it was an American Institute of Stress. Yeah, wow. that they, they discovered that most of the health problems are actually caused by stress. Yeah, <laughs> actually, this is where they said, Uh huh, yeah, it's here. They took a sample data, data and samples of 39 women who had high levels of stress. Yeah, but then they discovered that this stress was coming as a result of their kids, like their kids, like being sick and all. Eh? Uh, yes, so uh, basically, now this chapter looks at uh, the activities that uh, shorten your days. Like stress, anxiety, worry, what, 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 and I think that you can, you can counterattack all these things with these mental activities, like going for a walk. Yeah, if you take time just to rest. Actually, there's where if if you if you if you read there's a there's a there's a Japanese there's a Japanese uh, he's a psychologist. He comes up they come up with that. It's a, it's it's in chapter three. They come up with a ways. Eh? Okay, it's so logotherapy, something like that. Yeah, ways to ways to ways to uh, to help people recover from that stress and depression that they go through. They literally they close you off from the world. Like you have no access to your family, you have no access to your friends, no access to a television, books, nothing. You just literally left in a room with just you and your thoughts. Yeah, the therapist may come in once in a while just to talk to you, but he didn't talk to you for lo- for so long, it's like 15 to 30 minutes. But they leave you all to yourself. You get you and your mind. Yeah. So uh, they talk about so very, very many things. How does someone commit suicide? No, you don't commit suicide. You live in the room with a depression. Okay, so you, you is it, what what did he explain was the purpose for that? Okay, it's as if there were stages. Yeah, it's not just one. It's a it's a stages. It's like for like a whole just a okay like three to five days. It's like for three like to a week. Yeah, mm. it's like stage one. They first leave you alone. Then you first come to terms with yourself and your thoughts. Yeah, like as the therapist is still coming and talking to you, you get to it. Then there's a second stage, but okay, I don't want to go right into that therapy because that's for chapter three. Yeah, so no, 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 I just want to, we want to still look at this because we're looking at chapter, like I said, uh, chapter three is like the little things that add up to your long and happy life. Yeah, so you're probably going through your life, you're looking at your life right now, and it's not probably the best. Yeah, and you're probably looking for ways to improve it. Take away the stress, the depression, and all. Yeah. So I think that we've seen that it's a It's probably from a sound, uh, a sound mind gives you a sound body. Yeah. That's exactly what yes. the scripture says. <laughs> you have not received the spirit of fear, but of sound mind. A sound mind. Yes. Yeah. 
So yeah, like, uh, so he talked about the activities that cause that cause you to have that short life, but then he also talked about the activities that can help you add to this long and happy life, just like the activities these guys in Okinawa do to have their little from days extended to them, yeah? yeah? But I don't know if in chapter one he talks about their dads. These guys don't eat a lot of food. Yeah, they, they actually, they, I don't know how they compute it. I don't know how, how they know, like, how they take it, but I know, right? Okay, I think the whole point is you don't feel like you. Uh, if you feel, if you crazy. ever eat to an extent that yeah. you cannot eat anymore, mm. then you know you definitely eat probably <laughs> beyond 100%. Yeah. But they say the concept here is we always reserve 20%. We, we don't eat mm. to, feel to feel the whole satisfaction. Yeah. But we leave the Obviously, it starts small. Mm-hmm. You start eating. Okay, not small, but you eat and reduce on the level of satisfaction from a hundred percent. People who eat and they sleep immediately after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then after, there are those who eat. Now the next time you eat again, mm-hmm. eat less. Mm-hmm. Try to eat less until you feel you're not too satisfied, but you just you just, you just, you're okay. just okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're just okay. Maybe that's what they meant. We eat until. Because yeah. 80% is hard to compute. How do you know this is 80%? And for us, so, when we have lunch, some of us have this like after after dessert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how do I tell? So, do I put 80% on the main course and the dessert? And then the dessert, the like, drinks. what do you like? Are we talking food or like... food and drinks? What What is satisfaction? <laughs> Man, that was a crazy, that was a crazy that's concept. That's quite interesting. Yeah. It, it actually points to discipline. Are you yeah, in discipline. position to discipline yeah, yourself. yourself? Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. nutritionally, mm-hmm. going on a fast is also healthy. Yeah. So if you cannot fast from 20, just a 20% mm-hmm. less of your satisfaction, mm-hmm. how are you going to fast 100%? 100%. You'll do it for a period of time, then start to lose the appreciation of what is happening, what's, what it's doing to you. Mm-hmm. But if you start with 20%, I think that's why they say it's, it's necessary. Yeah. Don't feel yourself, don't eat a day you can't eat anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just what's enough. Enough for you. Just what's enough. I know it's hard for someone to understand right now because you yourself don't understand. It's not hard to live food and not play. Like, how do you live food? First of all, here in Africa, it's a discipline. Yeah. You don't live food on the plate. If you do it, it is a sin. <laughs> so, regardless of whatever it is, it's either you increase your stomach capacity yeah. and then reduce by 20% mm-hmm. or deliberately reduce from 100% to 20%, 20% less yeah. of that. But I, I think it's just a discipline that we're trying to talk about. But it's quite an interesting one. So what that was that is one of the one, one of the points they, they they spoke about as an anti-aging secret. You don't have mm-hmm. to eat a lot of food. Yeah. Yeah. And also you have to be mindful of the food that you're eating. Yeah, because these guys, these guys actually, their diet is composed of vegetables only. Imagine. Now I don't know of, of all our listeners. If I was our listeners, which yeah. I am at the um, end of the day. <laughs> After saying a certain kind of, so you mean I have to quit eating meat? They literally almost never eat meat. Yeah. Then I don't think I'll do it forever. Anyway, why would you The point here is anyway is to remain young. You're old. You've been on the earth longer than what you look, and that's quite beautiful. But anyway, for them, for them, it's 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 understandable for because they're, they're old. Maybe, I think maybe you can offer your friends to when you're old. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of things they forego, yeah? Mm. Like eating the processed thing, processed foods. 
and which they have to yeah which is literally you know just you're stepping out and it's what you're eating just first time you're having a movie it's what you're eating literally you get it eh? mm-hmm. so this guy is it's it's amazing <laughs> so what else what else do, do they say we need to do because i'm sure most of the ladies want to know how do i stay young mm-hmm. some, how do i stay 25 and convince everybody I'm 40? <laughs> hey, no sorry certainly uh, how do i remain 40 mm-hmm. by age mm-hmm. yet tell people I'm 25 and look mm, like 25. Mm, yeah. So, one of two. No, there's seven points they give, yeah? One of the reasons, not for those people that are work, like in the work area, the work, mm. who are working, the working class, yeah? There's certain things you can do is you can walk to work mm? or just go on, on a walk for at least 20 minutes each day, yeah? Take a, take time to walk. If you can walk to work, if your work is near, if workplace is near, what's what would make you go into your car and just drive it and try to walk there, yeah? So and if, if you don't have a, if your office is not like near, you have to take 20, like 10 to, okay, yeah, let's say 20 minutes, but I feel like it's like, you yeah, like, 45, 20 to 45 minutes, like oh, just a walk, you get it, just a walk. Then they also say that use your feet instead of an elevator or an escalator. This is good for your posture, your muscles, and your respirator, respirator respiratory system among other things yeah for those guys that are always seated seated when they're like behind the desk and they never have even your breakfast finds you there your lunch finds you there literally your break is there you never have time to move around nothing zero yeah so i think use your feet yeah this is good for your posture Hmm? participate in social or leisure activities so that you don't spend too much time in front of the television yeah, the simple, the introverts now, the ones that keep to themselves. Yeah, they spend time like to themselves, like on the television, what what. It's not the television, it's actually their room, like nothing That's else. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I think participate in social or leisure activities. I think people usually have family get-togethers. Uh, at work, at work, they usually have like what do they call them? Like I don't know what they call them. Well. End of year, like end of year stuff party, something like that. Yeah. yeah, so get involved in those things. Yeah, replace the junk food with fruit, and you have less of an urge to snack and more nutrients in your system. I think we we, we are seeing a remedy now for those who are yeah, <laughs> like in chocolate. So, right, just buy junk. You can just buy an apple or something. Yeah. <laughs> then this, the next point is very very crucial. It says get the right amount of sleep yeah seven to nine hours is good but any more than that makes you lethargic how long do you sleep well on average yeah. i would say six hours on average well we're saying seven to nine hours i average six average uh-huh. that means on a normal day yeah okay a normal week mm. only seven hours mm-hmm. i make sure i sleep seven mm. hours that's minus the time i wake up or I look up and just count, <laughs> count, count what? Just look around. Or sleep can get lost mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. and you just don't have anything. <laughs> you just blink and stay awake in the night and yeah. nothing. But most times, seven, I think you can have it seven hours, which is quite okay. I don't know when I last had sleep for seven hours. I really don't. I think the most I've had to sleep for is like five hours. Yes. I find messages for real? from you at rare hours. Three. I don't know. 
four, sometimes two. But okay, sometimes you just find yourself like just sleep as usual. Like you see, it just gets lost and you can't sleep and you're literally awake. Yeah. You're not going to close your eyes. You better take my sleep. Someone once told me when sleep goes, just yeah. hit your head with the pillow. Count down from 100. One. Well, actually, a hand. Does that work? I don't know. It's been a while since I tried, yeah. but I should try it. Mm. At the end of the day, actually, it really looks like seven hours. It's quite good mm-hmm. because when I thought it was smaller yeah. or with fewer hours, I actually realized some mm-hmm. days that this is actually okay. I'll wake up at four and I feel I've slept everything I, I have. Know, right? And then somehow, because it's such a break of day, yeah. it's like, oh, sleep comes sleep back again, again and then mm. you sleep back again but you realize you sleep up, up to like 4 a.m or yeah. 5 and you feel like you are fresh enough fresh and, yeah. if it wasn't that the, the sun mm. hasn't yet come out mm-hmm. you'd probably keep going keep going keep, keep sleeping going. i know right so yeah rest is actually a huge part but of also one thing they also said it's important to sleep early you have to wake up early you're not going to sleep early and wake up late yeah sleeping yeah. early there is one at Wednesday that if the sun finds you, I think you remember that, you remember yeah, that scripture. It says you, when you find you, when you're still sleeping, you're not going to be rushed. <laughs> now we're talking about people who are not yet yeah. rich or basically, let's talk about from a standpoint mm. of financial stability. Yeah, yeah. If you ever want to achieve financial stability, you cannot wake up after the sun has been You cannot do that to yourself. Even if you, you're not close to it, at yeah. least practice it as one who is there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember there's a time we had a meeting in office and I told the people that were with mm-hmm. our team, I told them I might not know much, yeah. especially when it comes to a lot of technicalities mm-hmm. and management and stuff. Uh, but when it comes to time, yeah. I will do my level best to do that which I know as a standard to the best of my capacity. Yeah. That even if it's waking up early, I will wake up early like nobody else mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. That if anything comes up for me to learn, the yeah. same zeal and vigor that I did the time mm-hmm. would be the same I transfer to something else. Yeah. Because that's this, 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 this just how things are. Mm-hmm. If you're faithful in that which is small, that which is and big, and each reward will yeah. come to you according to the level of consistency you have. Okay, to it. Yeah. Eh, wow. That's interesting. So, another point, the second last point, it says you can play with children, pets, or join a sports team. Mm-hmm. This not only strengthens the body, but also stimulates the mind and boosts self-esteem. Mm. Yeah? Playing with kids. Playing with kids I, or pets. I, I think I can do that one. Or a sports team. Genius. Okay, Jenny, a sports team may be hard. No, no sports team. I'll do for sports. I'll do swimming. But kids. Oh, by the way, swimming, I yeah. Know. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You're not good with kids. Or kids are not good with me as well. Oh, yeah, pets. Yeah. As long as you just don't kill them. <laughs> Maybe a pet. Yeah. I, I would love to get a dog. Mm. That would be a good thing. Yeah. Because. I mean, if, if, if you have been around people who are struggling with depression mm. or what, mm. the easiest, the highest level of medication mm. is laughter yeah. and smile. If you're depressed and you're listening to us now, the, 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 basic, the most basic thing you need is a smile yeah. and a real one. Yeah, yeah, by the way. And you can find that on YouTube now. Just look <laughs> up funny pets or something, just laugh the whole day mm. if necessary. It, it, it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. It's a very healthy thing, at least when you smile or laugh 
from starting to play. Yeah. I think it, it, it triggers the release of endorphins. Are they endorphins? Mm-hmm. I think it's endorphins, if I'm not mistaken. And they help to, they, they rejuvenate the activity mm-hmm. of the body. But if you're all gloomy or all in a dark room the whole time, you're gloomy and all down and stuff, <laughs> you make it hard for the body to do what it should do. Yeah. So if you, you actually deny the ability to self-repair. Okay. Yet it can, it can, it can actually do it. Mm-hmm. So when you get a cut, a small cut, and you don't even pay attention to it, it will heal on its own with time. Yeah. You just find when it has certified and within no time, it's just mm-hmm. a small mm-hmm. peeling or something. It just, the it body has it. that ability. Yeah. But you can hinder it when you refuse to give the body and the brain at large what it deserves. Yeah, it's just giving it its press, you know, to do what it does. You get it? It's, it's amazing. Then there's, there's a part where you talked about humor. Yeah, there's yes. some people that are super gloomy, like 24 7, the day has started, they're already stressed by the week. Nothing, like literally nothing. They're literally pissed all the time. You don't want to look at them, you don't want to greet them because they're going to send you an eye. Never in the mood for fun. Yeah. It's very hard. And you know what I'm really telling you about this? The yeah. biggest exercise that mm. I've actually been praying about yeah. is to actually step out and meet more people mm-hmm. to deliberately enter new circles of people yeah. because we are all worlds mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. the Jewish culture believes that every child born is a world it's they a represent world. a world yeah. I think that's, that makes more sense as to what Hebrews 11 and 3 says by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the world yeah. of God so how the understanding of the word of God that you have enables you to create the world you mm-hmm. desire based on what what he has you have planted in your heart. Yeah. So entering different circles of life of different people helps you to dis to understand mm. the power of association is eminent. It's very, very yeah, actually. When you get into a circle of new people, you know the people who if I was to ask mm. how many new people have you met in the past mm. ten years? Mm. Okay, the past two years. Yeah. Don't talk about lockdown. Okay. <laughs> okay, this year, how yeah. many new people have you met? Because look, we're talking about purpose here. Yeah. Purpose is not about yourself. You fulfilling purpose means yeah. it's basically the sap of life. That's how the sap of life is brought to perfection. perfection. When we, you know that song they used to say, uh, there's a show I remember. It was a very long time ago, a little kid's show, it had a song. And, Mm, I've forgotten the song. Oh, it's a very interesting song. Oh, we can make a difference. Share the lot We can make a difference in this world. It was I kids. It, it was a very. It was kids club. Something like kids club. Kids corner. I don't no, 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 no. Colby's clubhouse. Oh, yes, yeah, Colby's yes, clubhouse. yes, I remember it. I love that show. Yeah. That song was just my. It was my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know what it meant. Obviously, yeah. as a kid, but now it makes sense. Yes, we can I make know. a difference, but you only make a difference when you stand up to do so. Mm-hmm. The missionaries that came to bring the gospel to Africa yeah. did it out of purpose. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a hobby. Yeah. Okay, for some it was a hobby. Others, it was Others a desire. It was a burning dissatisfaction to share the love of God to the world oh. and to the dark parts of Africa. They did have and got clue of who what God was, mm. and they went out of the way to bring a light. They brought something that we did not know, yeah. and now it gives us a certain sense of liberty mm. and freedom that oh, 
technology is actually not witchcraft. Yeah. It's actually health. <laughs> yeah. There's a time when we had WhatsApp, when WhatsApp had just come. Mm. Man, our parents were so biased. Yeah. And every time you're on your phone and your mom is watching. They're literally, TV, they're they're literally like initiation. They're, they're like switching something. from channel to channel and seeing you scrolling. And we're like, how do you people do it? Yeah. How would you be there and not just be away from your phone? Mm-hmm. And guess what? Today's happening. <laughs> My father is always on his phone. Yeah. My mother, she will be always on her phone. <laughs> I mean, it's something that now they realize mm. is actually in this to a degree. Yeah. You know, but then also it's important to maintain your perfect balance. Mm. Yeah. You don't have to be on your phone all the time. All day. Also, you don't have to be away from it. Mm. Mm. You use it for purpose. Yeah. Again, purpose. Mm. But at the end of the day. We all fulfill one another's mm-hmm. purpose. That's why uh, Jesus says that it's important for a man to lay down his own life for his friends. You lay down what is yours. What could have been a more desiring life that you think, and mm-hmm. you pursue this one thing that God has placed in your life for you to do. Yeah. That is the mark of the high calling. Mm-hmm. That specific thing that God has put you out to do. It's, it's the same thing that someone else in the world. Yeah. Actually, what the whole world is looking for, it's inside every one of us. Mm, yeah. So why we're not fulfilling it is because we're not all caring. Yeah. We're looking for what's the most affordable. We're looking mm. for what's the most, the <laughs> highest thing you yeah. That's the purpose. Purpose is when you understand that I'm here for someone else. Mm. I want to make a difference in someone's life. Yeah. As you fulfill your purpose, you make my life worth living. Okay. If all doctors, all people that were meant to be doctors really chose not to be, mm. many of us wouldn't be alive yeah, today. Yeah, that's true. Right? But mm. someone took the sacrifice. Ben Carson made the decision, no, I have to break the barriers yeah. and do this. Yeah. We wouldn't be talking about space if it wasn't for for, for um, Elon Musk. Musk. But now a man is saying he has a dream of being buried on Mars. By saying that alone, he's actually trying to say mm-hmm. that we are already there. By the time I'm saying I want to be buried, it means it will be possible, possible to be buried there. Mm-hmm. So meeting new people gives you an access into their world. Mm-hmm. And that's where books come in. Yeah. Because not everybody you're going to meet in person. Mm-hmm. Many of the things people know about Elon Musk right now, they're found in a book. Mm-hmm. Or they have watched a biography on YouTube. You may never meet me, but if I was to write everything that happens in my life, mm-hmm. you will discover, oh, this girl is actually like, and you learn something about me. Yeah. Or the same thing, we wouldn't have known about Jesus Christ if it wasn't documented. Mm-hmm. That's right? true. Yeah. But we have That's a record true. of who he was yeah. because of what was written down Don't for us. Mm-hmm. So, stepping out of that comfort zone is one of the biggest challenges that I have found. Yeah. But I have to count it. Because at the end of the day, it's what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to reach thousands of people. You want your business to reach so, so many people. You want to reach out to so many thousands and hundreds and thousands of people yeah. that you cannot meet them in person. You want to reach them only through a social media platform, yeah. which is also not bad, but also, it's important for you to step out of that zone mm-hmm. and allow other people be a door. Sometimes the next step in your purpose is the person next person to you. Next to you. Yeah. So if you don't allow yourself to open that door and allow other people in, mm-hmm. or you yourself go knock at the door of other people, yeah. the Bible says ask mm-hmm. to be given. Knock and the door shall be opened. Mm-hmm. But we rarely do that. You sit in public and you are not 
good. Like, <laughs> not bad. You know, people who sit in public and they just show that it's there. You, you don't even need to know. Yeah, yeah. And it's really challenging because the times I want to meet someone new, like random, mm-hmm. they just want to do something random and be like, oh, nice shirt. Yo, what did you buy? Yeah. That's how you just start right. small talk. Oh, and yeah. it starts from small and you discover you guys actually have a lot of in common. Yeah. And it's something I really appreciate the, the Western world. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to do that. Those guys love you with their niceness, yeah. right? A white person will sit you down or a, a genuine, a general American, mm-hmm. right? A good citizen, mm-hmm. a good citizen <laughs> will meet you and, and, and they'll be glad to help you give you a lending hand yeah. or help you with something. <laughs> it, it's, it could be as small as asking for directions mm-hmm. or it could be as small as helping an elderly person cross the road yeah. or uh, understand or interpret a, a certain script for a, mm-hmm. for a tourist for or anything. anything. It's like they, it's just part of them to get involved in other people's business. Not in a rude way or anything, but yeah. just to show that the world is actually a better place. The world is good. Yeah, there is evil, mm. but it doesn't take away the fact that good also stands. So it, it, it left me with such a huge gap and I realized that God, if God is going to do anything that you're going to say this is God, mm. it's going to be through someone. Yeah. And it's pride for you to think that Actually, it's, it's, yeah. are you willing to go the extra mile? Are you going to get out of that small <laughs> zone of yours? Yeah. And just go and meet someone new. I mean, that you don't even know what they are. You, you, don't, you don't know or care. But all you want to do is to step out of that zone and, and have the experience of what is it like. Yeah. Now, as I speak, there are people who are listening and they're thrilled at the thought of this. <laughs> I know, right? You know, the people I know right now, they came to me somehow. If it wasn't about church, if it wasn't about school, I would have met them. met them. But that means that if God put you in a new place, you need people. Yeah. So it's either you force yourself, encourage yourself into it before you're forced into it. Yeah. I think it will be, it's, it's, it's quite a good challenge for me and I'm taking it seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm already doing it in my head though, that's as far as I'm going for now. Yeah. <laughs> and I expect God to give me strength to actually pursue it mm-hmm. because I think it's, it's more than me. Uh-huh. It's really more than me. It's not about me. That's what purpose is. It, it, all that's about. what it's yeah. all about. Actually, yeah. Remind, just, just reminded me because chapter one, towards the end of chapter one, it talks about connections, like helping yeah. out. Yeah. It's, they, had a, they had a term, yeah? They, it's, it was called Moai. Mm-hmm. Moai, I don't know if you remember it. It said it's customary. In the, at the, in the island of Okinawa eh? to form close bonds within local communities. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is where people, a group of people with common interests, they look out for one another. Yeah, that it's not just yeah. about them, but they, they're looking that. out, they're looking out for others as well. Yeah, yeah? this actually makes yeah. more sense about mm. the collective schemes. Mm. I, I think we're talking about collective investment schemes recently. Yeah, yeah. and we can achieve more when we're together. Yeah, as simple as that. And humanity, if that's why uh, a lot of movies that portray good mm-hmm. try to put emphasis on unity. Because when we come together, we mm-hmm. accomplish way much more than we can imagine. That is so true. Look, imagine how many people do you hear of mm-hmm. putting money together to a cancer run or uh, a fundraising for a friend who is probably struggling with an ailment? Mm. But put it in this mind, if we were truly committed to understanding how the world works together, okay. the power of association and unity, just one city mm. would pay for uh, the treatment of a patient, patient, of every patient, 
actually in that very city mm. with the smallest well here in Uganda shillings 2000 is very small mm. if in a city that has 1 million people mm. if each person contributed 2000 2000 okay 1000 yeah if every person contributed 1000 mm. in 1 million mm. that's what it's way more than enough will contribute one million people contribute for one person who probably needs a repression that's not even more than five hundred thousand i'm assuming let's just put it in that picture mm. now if we put together one million and i'm not counting those who give above one million i'm saying average one million mm. would have enough to go to accommodate even an extra person who we probably yeah. don't know yeah. we just reach out into the communities mm. bless so and so for this operation mm. now if, if if i was this thought came to me one time when uh, a time I think it was COVID still, and uh, there were people who were passing through the the, the Twitter handles and uh, hashtags uh, save the life of this and that, and they were saying two thousand only five thousand. I'm like, yeah, this is yeah. It's actually possible. Mm, yeah. You don't have to yeah. even even if it's a car wash, you can all decide to go have our cars washed in that specific place. Yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, community. yeah, that's true. You just say this village or this small town of about uh, 500 households. Mm-hmm. Let's assume 30% of those households have cars. Yeah. We just we just say that the car will be as you're going to work, mm-hmm. right? Or a small wipe on the on, on, on the cars or making it cleaning the small surface clean yeah. or something. And we very well know this is the entry and exit point of that very town. Mm-hmm. So every car that is passing, it's that simple. <laughs> I, I, I still yeah. fail to understand what is hindering us all from, but it's possible. Mm. It's very possible, and one day someone is going to do it, if not us. If it doesn't start with us. It has to start from something. Because yeah. it's an idea, but I didn't have anyone putting flesh to it. Mm. Because mm. I was wondering, if 2,000, this, this, this people are fundraising and they're saying each person is 2,000. 2,000. 2,000 shillings. I was like 2,000, 2,000 times 2,000 people, even 200,000 or so many, will get this thing done. But I'm going to give, and then the person will probably not even make it, they'll, they'll die because the money was not raised enough. enough. Yeah. And wonder what did it require mm. to reach? There's someone whose bank account is way more than what they right. ever think I'm or need. Right. And there's someone who doesn't even have a bank account. Mm. But they have the money in cash. Two thousand isn't big to give up. Yeah. But then you wonder how did they not know? Maybe they weren't reached. But yeah, maybe. But just just maybe maybe just maybe. But it shows you how possible it is to accomplish much together. together. If someone wants to go have their dream accomplished, I want to be a doctor, the community can pay for it. Okay, yeah, there's entitlement these days. Oh yeah, we also have our issues. But look, every community can contribute small, Mm -hmm. but when you put it together, Together the whole community can 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 feed each other. Mm-hmm. They can allow each other get the sponsorships they require. Yeah. They can get them the same great careers they need. Mm-hmm. That very community can put up demand, demand to facilitate the careers of different people, yeah. doctors, yeah. soccer players, everything. But it's in the power of unity. If just the power of unity, just coming together. Yeah. Because as you do it together, you help each other accomplish each other's. Purpose. Purpose, yes. I want to be I'm a story that the Tower of Babylon, when these guys came together to yes, build the Tower, yes, like, yes, yes. literally the Tower had literally reached, I think God to it was they, literally Actually, reaching. God says, 
we must confuse them. We have yeah. to confound their language yeah. because it was possible. It was so. He yeah, actually said, "If we don't do this, mm. we will actually do, make this happen." Mm. That's the power of unity. Unity together. We can do so, so much. much. Imagine. Because that's the whole point of it all, and wow. it, it brings a sense of satisfaction mm. when you know this community actually appreciates it. Mm. You do your part, and they say, "Oh, we are now going to do this for so and so. So and so's child wants to probably go through school, mm. or." This and that, and we all come together and yeah. give them more than enough. Yeah. And then tomorrow it will be another person's turn. Mm. Oh, I'm not sick, but I need to get this yes. accomplished. I'm chasing after this this big project, and it requires a lot of That's money right. to sign up for. Yeah. The community comes together again. They put that money together, mm. and then they give it to you. Mm. It blesses. It never leaves you the same. It never leaves you the same. But I, I just don't it's understand different. how the world doesn't see this. Yeah. Maybe they do. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I, I also re- discovered in the book we talk about self-reflection. Mm-hmm. As we say, people can't stop. Some people just don't stop. They never stop. They never stop. They never. Stop. You're always going. Yeah. And sometimes it's a disease. Mm. You're always doing something. You you just can't feel settled. Even after organizing the whole house oh, perfectly. Yeah. You'd rather mess it up again. And, then <laughs> and rearrange it again. You just can't be no. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. You can't be still for a moment. Mm. Then how you can't know what God has prepared for you? You can't. Look, the whole point of this is for in, it's mm. introspect. How do you can you take time off and just be quiet and look within? Yeah. What is it that is inside you then? What is it that you love to do? This is what Kika is all about. Yeah. For you to understand your life's purpose, you need to understand a number of aspects. What makes you happy? What is where is your passion? passion. Can you be rewarded or paid? Can you get paid for it? As you understand and contemplate these things, you discover the things you need to eliminate in your life. Mm. There are people you need to cut off because they don't add up to the equation. They just don't make it. They don't make it work. Mm. There is no passion. There are people in your lives. I'm sure as you're listening, you you're thinking about them right now, and they just don't add any light to you. They are always talking darkness. There's nothing nice they do. They tell yeah. you about. They're speaking bad into your life. You need to let them go. Mm. If you really love them, by the way, yeah. If you love them, yeah. let them go so they can at least want to realize, oh, maybe this is what I was doing. Well. Mm. But then also, it helps you realize you need to surround yourself with the right people. Right people. Surround yourself with people who have the same passion as yeah. you do. Understand? Yeah. If it's not, if, 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 if for example, people who are into. Uh, uh, is missionary travels. Mm. They like to do missionary travels a lot. Yeah. It's just their heart. Their heart is just, I, I just want to reach out to the world mm. and, and share the love of God with them. Yeah. And you may have a desire for it in your heart, but you don't really, really know where to start from. from. Mm. Simple. Don't even waste time praying over it. Yeah. This God is giving you, He's speaking to you right now. This is where you should start from. Stuff. Where is your desire? Mm. I want to reach out to people. It's, it's, it's something I think would be really fun to do. Yeah. That's how it starts. Yeah, I mean, a thought. Mm. If you're faithful with it, you go and associate yourself with people who are actually doing it. Doing it. And ask them, guys, how do you guys get this done? I mean, how do you do something and feel it? Yeah. 
there's a part that actually says, are you able to wake up three in the morning and wonder, man, it's still night, I can't wait to get up and do this. Do this. Mm. If you don't feel like that about the job you're doing, then probably the one we're talking about. <laughs> if you cannot wake yeah. up at three and, and dread, oh my God, tomorrow is Another day. <laughs> and there's someone who, and you know, at the end of the day, you end up asking questions like, mm. but I, I just, it's, it's not even about the money. Mm. When you start interacting with people and seeing your part in the whole scheme, grand scheme of life, yeah. you realize your life actually counts. A huge part. Yeah. You could be the missing piece in someone else's life. life. So you ignoring your life's purpose right now yeah. and compromising it by doing things that are not in your heart. Mm-hmm. You're wasting time. I don't care how much money that job can pay you, yeah. you're not going to be happy. You might be happy now because the money is coming in. But also, if you're not prepared for the amount of wealth that could come your way, it's going to kill you. Mm. Right? So, so such. Look into yourself. Be honest with yourself. If there was, what is that one thing that I could do without pay? And I'll be happy. Happy about it. Because at the end of the day, if, if you can be happy doing it, then it will be more rewarding if you're being for it. Mm. You won't mind how much money is coming in, how much... You know, we have unnecessary pressures. Mm. You've heard of the, the, the song uh, by Jonathan McRae, Comparison Kills. Mm-hmm. Yes. It says, uh, in, in other worlds, other nations live with sickness, but over here we die from jealousy. We die from comparison. Yeah. So and so has this, I don't have it, I need to get it, but do I need it? I don't mm-hmm. care. All I need mm-hmm. have it and I want it. I want it. It's you you're always chasing after yeah. something and it may never come to an end, exactly. Yeah. But yet you have an opportunity and a chance to make a whole difference. Mm-hmm. An entire difference. Step out of that. It's really selfish for you to want to make all the money in the world. Yeah. And <laughs> some would say, well, I want to make all the money, then give it. Okay. Okay. Why don't you start by giving? <laughs> give yourself. Give money will never be enough to satisfy a need. Yeah. Look, you can give money to someone who is dying in the next two days, mm. in the next two hours. But giving that money to them will give them hope. Hope. That but they probably didn't make I'm going to leave the world, yes. But someone believed in me. Mm. Someone believed that their addition to me, even when they knew I was dying, they gave mm. not just to keep me alive, mm. but to keep my vision alive. Mm, I get it. Right? Yeah. And just seeing how much people can go or 